Welcome to the Abundant Life Podcast. This is Pastor Derry. Today we continue our fifth anniversary celebration here at Abundant Life Worship Center with Pastor James Williams, who is the senior pastor of Grace Point Faith Church in American Canyon, California. In today's message, Pastor James ministers through worship and leads us into an awesome, awesome message throughout the worship. So please listen in, take notes, enjoy the worship, and we'll talk to you at the end of the broadcast. Jesus. Yes. 
receive my sight. Say, I receive my sight. Yeah, 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 yeah. Something about the sight. Something about the sight. I'm seeing clearly now. as you would love it to be. 
See, when you have your sight and you know where you're going, it doesn't take as much faith to get where you're going as it does when you are in a dark season, when you're blinded, you can't see. And so there's a level of rejoicing that happens in your life when, you're, when your vision is restored to you. But on the other side of that equation, this is what God is saying. Can you trust me when you can't see? It's easy to rejoice and to give God glory when you can see where you're going. And it doesn't take as much faith to operate in that. But can you have the faith to say, God, where you lead me in my dark season, I'm willing to follow without any hesitation. I'm willing to go even though my steps may be a little uncertain, I'm still ready to walk and to move forward because I'm leaning and I'm trusting and I'm depending on you. And I don't know about you, but if, if you know anything about my God, I'm, I'm talking about my God. I'm, I'm not sure about your God, but my God has never failed me yet. Even when I felt like he didn't come when I needed him to come, or he didn't answer the prayer the way I wanted it answered, he's never ever let me down. My God has a proven track record. <laughs> this is for somebody who may be questioning whether God is still hearing you when you pray. If God is still sensitive to your voice, God, do you know what my voice even sounds like? It feels like I haven't heard you in a long time. <laughs> Dark seasons can be very intimidating seasons. But Pastor Derry, it's in those times when you've got to know that is more than just an emotional feeling. You got to know that you know that the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords lives on the inside of you. And he says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. He says, I'm with you always, even until the end of time. Yes. I'll never leave you. I'm beside you. Oh, I'll never leave you Cause I'm beside you Come on, help me say it Oh, I'll never leave you Cause I'm beside you Yes, I am I'll never leave you Cause I'm beside you Sing it with me Oh, I'll never leave you Cause I'm beside you but it gets even more personal. I'll never leave you. I'm inside you. I'll never leave you. Cause I'm inside you. Uh-huh. He's not a God that just sits up there. 
six represents connections Glory. and he says every word that I've spoken to you and every word that that has come to Abundant Life Worship Center shall not be returned void every word that has been spoken he says it's not going to be returned empty he said this is the season for connections for this church this is the season of connections he says I'm going to bring you into connections that are going to help facilitate the words that I've spoken over this body so 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 what are you saying preacher here's what I'm saying connections work both ways he says I'm going to connect you he says but I need this I need you to be careful who you connect with 
He says, I need you to be sensitive to who you allow to get hooked up to you. In this season, it's going to be critical, saints of God, that you are clear on who you are allowing access to you. I know we special, but everybody ain't allowed access. Because everybody don't mean you good. Everybody's not connected to where God has taken you. Everybody's not on assignment alongside you. Some connections can come into your life to serve as a distraction to the purpose of God. So God is saying, be sensitive, be aware, be alert. Know who's around you. Know who's trying to get hooked up with you. Because see, some people just see a good thing and they know it's going somewhere. And so they want to jump on the bandwagon like when the, when the Warriors won in 2015. They had a whole bunch of bandwagoners. I was one of them. Yes. But, but you wasn't with me in the hard time when we was losing every season. When nobody wanted to be attached to us. Nobody wanted to be connected to us. But God said, if you're going to reign with me, you got to suffer. So this season of, 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 of connection, the season of connectivity, God says, watch your connections. Watch your allegiances. Because there will be people who try to creep in unawares to serve as dividers. And, 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 and all manner of evil things to try to plant seeds that are not meant to bring forth the correct harvest. The man and the woman of God standing on the wall are looking. And while they're looking, you've got to make sure that no bad thing slips in because of what you get allowed access to. And it's not that the man and the woman of God don't see. Sometimes you just we, we think that they're not on their job because they ain't said nothing yet. I'm not telling you something that I read in a book. I'm just telling you something I know. Not because I've been talking to your pastor, because I'm a pastor. I know what goes on in my church. You know, we birthed the same day. Grace Point and Abundant Life. We birthed on the same day. So we both got the same birthday. But I'm telling you, Satan will use some of the most gifted people in the church. He will use leaders in the church to create some of the most craziest diversions and some of the most craziest uh, 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 um, just mess. I mean, those closest to you. The ones that told you, I got your back. And it's like, yeah, you got my back. But what I feel, you feel like you put something in my back. 
And I'm, you know, I don't need that kind of, you got my back. I just, I just need your support. That's all I need. And so, 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 as the body of Christ, we have a responsibility to, when stuff come to us, hey man, I heard, I said, oh really? Come on, let's go talk to him real quick. Uh, uh, okay, now what was you saying? Tell, go ahead and tell me again what you, what you were saying. Yeah, I just want to make sure. We can cut a whole bunch of stuff off. <laughs> when, 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 when stuff try to come to us, somebody say, watch your connection. See, folk try to come to us, but you got to cut it off before it can even get started. You got to shut it down. There's some things that as the man and the woman of God, we don't even need to deal with. We shouldn't have to even deal with. Because you should be mature enough in your walk to be able to handle some things. Does that make sense? I see you moving. I see you working. You're working miracles. So, I didn't mean to go there. It wasn't where I meant to go, I promise. And I promise I ain't your pastor. I, no. But, in order for this, this, the year six to be a year of effective connections for the kingdom of God and for the furtherance of the body of Christ, Every person that is connected that God has planted in this ministry, you have to be watchful. You have to be prayerful. You, your spiritual eyes and your spiritual ears have to be open to what God is saying and to what the enemy is trying to do. And you have to stand in your mirror every morning maybe not every morning but you need to stand in the mirror and say I'm not the one and look at it and say flesh you ain't the one you're not going to be the one where the enemy slips in you're not going to be the one that undermines the ministry you're not going to be the one <laughs> see you got sometimes you got to talk to yourself and you have to declare what you sh- what you gonna do, because you know the flesh don't want to act right. So you gotta tell it what it's gonna do. You gonna obey. You gonna act right. You gonna be an asset to the body of Christ and not a liability. You gonna be a servant, not a consumer. I'm gonna let that sit right there for just a minute. You're going to be an asset to the kingdom of God, to the body of Christ. And I know you have him in the house because we was here last week for three days. And, and I seen service, providing service 
all three days sacrificing time, energy, family for the kingdom of God. Look at your neighbor and tell him there's nowhere but up from here. There's nowhere but up from here. And if it's going to be, it's up to me. Don't wait for somebody else to get it done. More stuff get left undone because somebody else figured somebody else was going to do it. The Bible says whatever your hands find to do, do that. Do it. Can I say this real fast? Don't wait for a title to have to do something. Don't wait to be appointed to a position to see a need that needs to be done. God he wants to know, can you serve without accolades? Can you do in my kingdom without recognition? Or do you need to be validated in order to do But I just see the need. I see that it needs to get done. So I just operate. I begin to move and I begin to do. I begin to assist and I begin to help. And all of a sudden, pastor or some of the core team walk in all of a sudden. Oh, wow, we ain't got to do it. One of the most beautiful sights that I saw the other day, I walked in church either Monday or Tuesday. And I had to go just like pick up some batteries or something. The lights was on in the church and and we shared the building with a couple other businesses. Like, Lord, somebody that left the facility open, the doors is unlocked. What, what kind of going on is this? And I walk in, lo and behold, a couple of the saints are down at the church just cleaning. Just cleaning. For no reason at all. Well, it needed to be done, but just because. But it's that kind of a mentality that God wants to connect to the church and that God wants to align with the Bunny Life Worship Center. I'm not saying that that's not here in this house. I'm not saying that at all. But that's what God wants. For those of you that may be questioning your role in the ministry, My father used to always tell us, he said, you may be called to ministry, but you may not be called necessarily called to the pulpit. He said, there's more preaching opportunities outside the walls of the church than there are in the church. In other words, there's more opportunities to serve, to be available, to be used of God, instead of you just waiting two, three, four years to get a mic. But, but there are people out here that are dying, that are on their way to hell, that don't know God. They never met him like you've met him. And they're waiting on you to come to them and connect with them so that they can know the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. 
the God of you. I see him moving. I see him moving. I see him working. I see him working. I see him moving. I see him moving. I see him working. I see him working. Let me let me say this. I'm I'm over. I'm, just in case you didn't know, I'm already preaching. <laughs> Abundant Life Worship Center, you are an overcoming church. Pastor, I wasn't sure which message I was going to preach, so I've just merged both messages together just now. <laughs> You're an overcoming church. And part of your overcomingness is going to be through your connections. This is what he said. Who shall separate us from the love of God? Who? Who's going to sever my connection? Who's going to cause me to disconnect? Who's going to cause me to separate? He says this. So tribulation or distress or persecution or famine, nakedness, danger or sore. He said, as it is written, for your sake, we are being killed all the day long. We are regarded as sheep to be slaughtered. And then Paul says, no. Somebody say no. Sometimes it's just hard for us to say no. But, some, but if you're going to stay connected, there are going to be times in your life you're going to have to learn how to say no to some people. You're going to have to be able to say no to some things. Because everything doesn't deserve your yes. Sometimes you go through way more than what you should because you don't know how to say no. You may hurt some feelings along the way. Some people may not even like you because you told them no. But here's the beauty of it. It ain't your problem. It's their problem. They got to get over it, not you. Because we allow too much in because we can't say no, mother. Paul says no. In all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. He said, then he says this in the next verse. He says, for I am persuaded. For I am persuaded. What is he persuaded of? He said that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, depth, nor any other creature will be able to sever my connection from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. Well, what are you talking about? I'm glad you asked. Because... Paul says this. 
who shall separate it. But when he says who shall, and he begins to list everything that could possibly sever our connection, it's not somebody. It's a thing. Sword, that ain't nobody. Tribulation, that ain't nobody. But all of that comes through somebody. It all comes through somebody. He says, but none of this is going to sever my connection. He says, but for his sake, we are killed all the day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. And this is what Paul understood. Paul says, look. And then he goes on, he says, neither death nor life. When Paul is writing this epistle, Paul's in prison. He's writing to the church in Rome. What's happening to the church in Rome? They're going through persecution. He says, for your sake, we are being killed all the day long. What do you mean? They're being thrown into the arena. They're facing wild beasts. They're being put on poles, dipped in oil, and set afire to light the pathway into the city. Who does that? They're creating human torches out of believers. They're killing them all the day long. Every day, someone was dying for the cause of Christ. Physically dying. The value of their life was like sheep going to be slaughtered. Not a whole lot of value left in the life. Sheep. We, we call sheep dumb animals. But he says we're like sheep to be slaughtered. He says, okay. He says, but I'm persuaded. I'm convinced he says, and in all of this, we are more than conquerors. So I asked God, I said, because I asked this for question for years, what do you mean we're more than conquerors? Why, what, what are we, we're more than conquerors. And today we don't, I mean, what do we conquer today? I mean, you know, like, I mean, like, like what would it, well, for me, I was like, well, what do I have conquering? What, what's, what's going on? I had nothing to relate it to, Pastor. And so God said, look at the text, man. Look at the text. I said, all right. So I look at the text, Mother, and I begin to realize what was the setting of this chapter? Where were they? They were in Rome. Who were the Romans? They were the conquerors of that day. They had conquered the known world. They conquered everything in sight. And Paul is saying we're being persecuted. We're being put to the sword. He says there's, we're, we're, we're being caused to go into hunger. He says we're caused to be naked. He says all of these things are happening to us. But it's coming through the system of those who have conquered the known world. Who are we being, uh, uh, who are we being uh, killed by all the day long? By the Romans. Who counts our lives as sheep for the slaughter? The Romans. Who were the Romans? They were the conquerors of that day. So Paul says, 
We are more than conquerors. What do you mean, preacher? We are more than them who kill us. We are more than them who persecute us. We are more than them. We are the overcoming church. Why? Because we're connected to Jesus Christ. We are more than conquerors. Through who? Through Christ. That enables us to be strengthened to overcome. It's our connection that allows us to be more than conquerors. So Paul gave us what it looked like to be a conqueror. It was Rome. It was the Roman soldiers. The armies and the garrisons and the legions of Rome. They were conquerors. But Paul says, man, you ain't even got to pick up a sword. You ain't even got to go to battle. But you are still more than a conqueror. When you go into the arena to be given to the lions, Go in singing and rejoicing. Go in praising God. He says because it's going to confuse the enemy. Do you not realize that there were people who were converted because the saints went to their death singing songs and rejoicing and, and giving praise to God? Your worship has the ability to cause conviction in the heart of the unbeliever. It ain't just your worship, but it's when you worship. It's when you praise him. What are you talking about, preacher? Because I praise him in those dark times when I can't see. I praise him when the light bill just just, just came in the mail and, and there's more bill than there is money. Okay, I, that's just me. I, I've only, I, I'm the only one that's been there. You know. I can still give God a praise even though my wife is going through a medical issue in her body right now. When all, when, when all reasoning should say, man, you should be sad. You should be upset that this is happening to your wife. No. He, but the, 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 the disciples asked him. He says, who sinned? Was it him? Was it his mother? Was it his father? And Jesus said it was none of that. It was that I might, my father, might get the glory. (laughs) So why can I praise God in the midst of my wife's sickness? Because I know who I'm connected to. How can I have victory in the face of defeat? Because I know who I'm connected to. Oh my God. You don't have to have a long face. You don't have to walk around with a look of defeat on your face. You may not have a dime in your pocket. But you ain't got to look like it. Your body may not be in the most perfect place, but you ain't got to look like it. You can still hold your head high because you're connected to a God who is able to do exceeding, 
abundant more than you have the capacity to even think I put a post on Facebook just the other day this is what I said you don't like this well I thought I was special when I said this (laughs) put my name to it too I said, you have, to be, you, you have to be able to, Lord, I forgot what the post was. Well, here's what it says. He read it. I said, don't be, af- that's it. Don't be afraid to ask God for the unreasonable. Because when you ask him for the unreasonable, he'll give you his normal. Do you know who you're connected to? Do you realize your source? A lot of times we don't ask because we think it's, we doing too much. We don't, we don't ask, we're afraid to ask because we think it's unreasonable and it don't make sense to us. So we don't even bother God. God, you know, I'm not even going to bother you. I'm cool. I'm not even going to ask you. It's, it's all good. But God is standing there. It's like, why not? How come? Well, what's holding you back? He said, I'm standing right here. And the only reason why I haven't answered what you're thinking, because you haven't asked in faith, Believing. Ask in faith. Believing. When you ask God for what seems ridiculous in your life, God's going to give you what's normal in His. There's nothing my God cannot do. There's nothing my God cannot do. Oh, said there's nothing my God cannot do. If you believe it, come on, lift up your voice and say, There's nothing my God cannot do. Because if he did it before, he'll do it again. Same God back then, same God right now. Yeah, cause if he did it before, he'll do it again. He'll do it again. If he did it before, if he did it before, he'll do it again. He'll do it again. If he did it before, he will do it again. He'll do it again. You're gonna live in an abundant place. If he did it before, he'll do it again. He's the same God back then, right now. He did it before, you do it. He'll do it again. Look at your neighbor and ask your neighbor, who are you connected to? Who are you connected to? Listen, it's going to make all the difference. It's going to make all the difference. 
whether you live in an abundant place, a wealthy place, or not, it's all tied to who you're connected to. Here's what I learned a long time ago, Pastor Derry. I ain't got to have it all. I just got to make sure I'm connected to the right people that got it. You, you don't hear me. I ain't got to have all the money. I ain't got to have all the things. I ain't got to have a bunch of stuff. But when I need it, I got to know who I'm connected to. Because see, if you got everything, it becomes a bunch of clutter. You can't have everything. It, it'll clutter up your life. And stuff will start getting in the way. But when you need it, he said, just ask in faith, believing. If you see somebody else, sometimes we got to be gap dwellers. Because somebody else may not have the faith necessary. And we may have to just step in the gap and say, I got you. Let's do this together. And we'll combine our faith. And we'll both ask in faith, believing. And watch God do it. 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 Oh, watch God do it. Watch God do it. Said, watch God do it. Watch God do it. Said, watch God do it. Watch God do it. Watch God do it. Watch God do it. You gotta some of these seasoned saints who walk with God for about a minute and I know you gotta say is mother pops what has God done for you lately what has God done for you in the last 15 last 25 last 30 years what what can you can you just tell me just a little bit of the stories of how God has intervened in your life and how God has taken you to abundant places and how God has healed your body and how God has made a way out of no way how God has opened up doors when they were shutting your face can you tell me how he made a way out of no way When everybody else counted you out, you just sat back and watched God do it. 
Watch God do it. You watch God do it. Watch God do it. Watch God do it. Watch God do it. Cause if he did it, he did it before. Watch God do it. So he will do it again. Watch God do it. That's why we need the testimonies of the seasoned saints. So they can recall what God has done. And they can be testimonies, living testimonies of the work of God, of the power of God, of the purpose of God in the earth. And then he's, the Bible says that he called the younger because they're strong. And you connect the wisdom of the seasoned with the energy and the strength of the young. And there's nothing that cannot be accomplished in the kingdom of God. Part of the problem is we want to put the seasoned saints to pasture. That's the wrong thing to do. I know this church don't have that problem, but I'm just saying. In society, we want to put the seasoned people out the way. But they got some wisdom that can keep us from going into some pitfalls. That can keep us from from hurting ourselves unnecessarily. Can you imagine how much further ahead you would be if you had to listen to what your mom and your daddy and your uncles who had some wisdom and your aunties that that tried to tell you what you could have done and what you should have done, but you didn't do it anyway and you've had to go bump your head on a wall and you had to go fall into a ditch to find out yourself? See, a wise man learns from the mistakes of others. And is able to excel faster. I'm just saying. Watch God do it. 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 He did it before. He will do it again. That if he did it before, if he did it before, he can do it again. He can do it again. If he did it before, if he did it before, he can do it again. He can do it again. Saints of God, let's leave out of here knowing that God can do it. Knowing that we are the overcoming church. But we are only the overcoming church and we are more than what? We are more than what? We are more than conquerors through Jesus Christ our Lord. Why? Because we're connected. Somebody say it's the season of connection. Season of connection. Six. Connection. It's the season of connection. My service starts in 15 minutes. I gotta go. But careful who you allow access into your life everybody don't deserve to be connected I'm not saying you better than everybody else I'm not saying that but everybody is not meant to be connected to you if you follow the leading of the Holy Ghost and let God lead you and guide you the Bible says he will lead us and guide us into what all truth everybody ain't the truth Everybody ain't the truth. I'm just saying. 
Everybody ain't the truth. Not for you, they ain't. Guard your heart with all diligence, for out of it springs forth life, abundant life. Praise the Lord. Oh, my goodness. Come on. Give God some praise. Come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Watch God do this. Come on. Watch God do it. Praise God. Thanks for listening. That was Pastor James Williams of Grace Point Faith Church in American Canyon, a friend of the ministry. And today's message was titled The Overcoming Church. For more information about Abundant Life Worship Center, please feel free to check out our website at AbundantLifeWorship.net. And on our site, you're going to find more information about us, our church and events calendar, and other messages that may be of interest to you. Once again, the site is AbundantLifeWorship.net. You can also find us on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash AbundantLifeWorship.net. God bless and we look forward to seeing you on our next podcast. And until then, please remember that Jesus came to give you life and that more abundantly. And remember, we are the Overcoming Church.